0: popsyndicate.com your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music TV shows, podcasts comics, books, popsyndicate.com
1: This is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Dave and Dustin, three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts, the thoracic vertebrae. The Dustin and Mark launch a full battery of missiles down the throat of Cloverfield's shaky vomit camera. And then, Dave and Mark take a bloody bite out of Mike Dowdy's album Golden Delicious. Are you ready? It's Thumb time.
2: Air drumming Dave welcomes you to the See? not so special episode. This is the Air
1: Drum of uh,
2: I don't know why it ramped up all of a sudden in the audio, but <laughs> that was the uh, not so special episode seven the of the band got of Fury. Calm
1: down, guys. Calm down. Calm down. We Calm uh downs. we so F- we yeah. we
2: had some plans this week, but uh, we were off by one week, so uh, we're moving the very special. I didn't episode say the word.
1: <laughs> You implied it family friendly to uh, next week. There's uh, plenty of kids say worse than that. Who are interested. True. <laughs> you know, they have Windows security alerts for a reason. Um, yeah. Hey, they probably do. should have. We'll talk about movies, not Windows We're not, security alerts. Yeah, oh, sorry. it's just admin. Sorry. Save that for the break room. Sorry. <laughs> we'll so, come back to
2: that. Uh, yeah, the the good episode's coming next week. Not
1: that this one's not good. Which, but what are we going to do next week? Did you tell the them? Good episode. Are you saving it as a surprise? It's a very special episode. Should we tell them so that they'll be nope. waiting and ready? Nope. Just no? Nope. Why is surprise better than getting them anxious and ready to It's even more hear it. anxious when they don't know what it is. That's right. They'll be totally surprised. We might be covering maybe. the garbage pail Kids. Or maybe they'll go tell all their friends, hey, they're gonna review this. You should all listen.
2: Mm. That's an excellent point. Why don't you just go tell your friends I don't know. Just to wait and we're gonna review something, something awesome? Excellent. Hopefully awesome. Well.
1: And we're reviewing it early we'll before it. anybody else. We'll review it awesome. It just exactly. depends whether it's actually right. awesome or not. That's what's in question. Right. Our review will be awesome, and we'll have a review
2: up before anybody else in the world. We will be. <laughs> not about that claim. Number one. We will. Let's
1: do make it though. It'll just,
2: be up uh, Tuesday night. By the way, this will be a
1: slightly. At the end, we'll just add a bunch of really quick um, Scott Baio after-school specials.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're gonna have the, we're gonna have. The, you know what? Honestly, by the by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> this episode will be up for one day So we're going to get two episodes two days in a row The way this is working it's out a high probably. five
1: We love you, America We do
2: It's a present But enough on that Enough on your anticipation
1: Mark, can we review something here? I think this is a review show and, uh
2: so we've been we're rambling on long enough Just hush We're getting a little break room um, in the crowd
1: We're not going to know what's up <laughs> Here's Cloverfield The trailer <laughs> Not the whole movie the musical let's start playing the whole movie
2: my name is robert hawkins approximately seven hours ago uh something attacked the city um you found this if you're watching this then you know more about it than i do Beth, Beth, where are you? Okay,
1: we cannot go into the
2: middle of the city. We gotta get out of here. There's nothing you can do for now. Do you know what that thing is?
0: Whatever it is, it's winning. You have any idea what's out? There. I don't care what's out there. Listen to me, she's dying. Turn that camera. Robin, Robin, Robin saw it. Robin, Robin, it's a lot. was that Ah! still filming yeah people are gonna want to know you know how it all went down
1: As you can hear, it's uh, more of a visual trailer.
2: It really is. The whole movie is really <laughs> more visual than audible, audio friendly, whatever friendly. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find a scene online, and I didn't have the DVD with me anymore to uh, really provide a good sample for the listener. So I apologize, but that was the trailer for uh, Cloverfield, two thousand seven's monster movie. J.J. Uh, J. Abrams' attempt to develop an American monster along the likes of uh, Godzilla. Godzilla, Gojira. Yeah. And uh, I guess an attempt to replace King Kong since he failed so miserably a couple of years ago.
1: So what do you think of that, man? I mean, what did you think of this movie?
2: Uh, you know, I wasn't sure. I was. I really like J.J. J. Abrams. I like everything he's done that I've seen so far. Uh, I'm a big fan of Lost, and um, I'm anticipating... That's a show s-
1: I've never gotten into. Uh, Have you watched I'm, it? I'm not going to say it's bad, but... I've watched a little bit of it, and mm. it's definitely something you have to watch from the beginning. I think so. Or you yeah. have no idea what's going on, and it's kind of a beating.
2: So he didn't write this. This is actually written by Drew Goddard, who is a uh, writer on Lost. And I believe he's a writer on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel as well. Uh, directed by Matt Reeves. And just before I get my review, basically what happens is a monster attacks New York. Um, possibly one or more monsters. They never really say. But you... Uh, that's the going theory, anyways, and uh, it takes on New York, and New York is cool. uh, evacuated.
1: It would actually make the movie better if it's more than one. I think so. So, but anyway, go ahead, and
2: we'll find out in Cloverfield too, oh. coming uh, in a couple of years.
1: Hmm. Okay, go ahead. Uh, anyways,
2: um, so I, uh, okay,
1: Just a quick question. Oh no! Oh boy. Did uh, when you were watching this movie, did you could you tell that much of the film was inspired by the Fall Out Boy album Infinity on High? <laughs> I really could not tell that. <laughs> That's so random. Had you watched it, you probably could tell us that. Probably, because, probably. Y'all obviously aren't um, Fall Out Boy fans. No, most
2: people, yeah, don't understand that Dave is Fall Out Boy's number one album. Um, he's his their number one album <laughs> fan. I mean, <laughs> sorry, he's their number one album. Chopper Dave. Weird. Anyways, back to the review. Back to the important things. Um, yes. I was anticipating the movie, but I was expecting to be disappointed. Um, <laughs> Me too. That being said. I really like this movie. In fact,
1: it was. um, Well, you know why I expected to be disappointed is because I was pretty hyped up for it. It looked really cool. Exactly. I'm like, Uh, "Uh, it's probably not going to live up to it, but it's very pretty good.
2: It's very Blair Witchian. It's all shot from a handheld camera, supposedly, although, of course, it was an HD camera. Of course. Um, But it's shot very um, first person perspective from the uh, character of. What was his name? TJ? Yeah, TJ. I'm sorry, Hudson Hud. Uh, Platt was the guy who was shooting the... Is that your uh, brother? Yeah. Uh, was
1: shooting the uh, documentary footage. As they go from generation to generation, <laughs> they take the last name and move it to the first name for the next generation. Um,
2: so, uh, yeah, I was expecting... I, I was anticipating it greatly. I expected to be disappointed, but in the end, I really liked it. Now, I certainly have my problems with the film. Um, I thought the whole Beth thing was a beating. Beth is a girlfriend, the girlfriend. The reason they, they start to leave the city after this party for uh, for Rob Hawkins, who's the guy you heard in the trailer. He's leaving for Japan, and he uh, had a girlfriend named Beth. They broke up, and he's leaving the city, and in the monster attacks, they're leaving New York, but she's gone. She's back at her apartment, and so he wants to go back for her, so they go back into the they city. They try him. to get a
1: hold of her in the can. Yeah, and they so, try to find
2: yeah. her. So that's how they get involved in this whole situation. They get in, end up getting stuck in Manhattan. Um, I thought the whole Beth's storyline was a beating. What I thought would have been a better... Just because it's so conventional. I thought it was too predictable. Sure. What I thought would have been a better story was like if his brother who was also in this movie, I don't remember his name, if his brother had... Like, maybe they had had some family conflict and he went back for his brother. That would be a little different. Yes. I think that would have been something more uh, just more involving.
1: Now, you know, they were stuck there anyway. Not Mm. to give too much away but, you know, they're trying to leave and then the monster comes through and knocks down... The Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Knocks down the Brooklyn Bridge. So... They have to kind of go back yeah, anyway. Yeah, sure. Well,
2: they have helicopters coming and ferries coming to take people out, but they opt to go back into the middle of Manhattan. True. And uh, that whole scene where they actually find Beth at one point, which should be no surprise to anyone if you haven't seen it, I thought that whole thing was a little much. Like <laughs> the fact that she's injured, and I when I say injured, I mean like a rebar through her stomach injured. Yeah. And yet somehow she's able to make it down many, many flights, of a collapsed building and make it to Central Park all yeah. while walking that's well, ridiculous
1: in addition to that how they get to the building is pretty ridiculous but yeah not to get you know we probably shouldn't give too much more of the actual plot away but you know for me going into this my original comparison was going to be to the 1994 mm. Matthew Broderick Godzilla I still have never seen that that movie was a huge letdown. right it was very average but it, it was a huge letdown. Uh this one I think is cool because it's from a totally different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually from just a random run of the mill person's perspective in a monster attack. It's not all about the monster's creation. Right. You don't even get into the details of the monster because you don't yeah, need you it. it.
2: That's the thing. You never find out where this monster came yeah, from. Yeah, you don't
1: know where it came from, if it's been here, what it is really. Mm-hmm. You get some pretty good perspectives of it so you get to see what it is. Yeah, the I I actually I you
2: got more than uh more than I thought you would see of the monster actually. Yeah. Uh I really thought they were gonna keep it hidden. So that was that was kinda nice.
1: Yeah. Uh I think one of my biggest complaints is and why I believe this would be a much better story if it is multiple monsters, which to me they don't really I guess they don't really say one way or another in the in the movie. No, they never do. Because they don't really know. It's just people running around. Right. But to me, I kinda got the impression it was one. Right. It follows these main people all over the yeah. island of Manhattan, which is a little bit ridiculous. Mm. And that comes into play big time in the story. To me, I had a big problem with that. Would you, you think know, it would so have been if better? It's, if it's multiple monsters that are in different places, yeah. that's fine. But otherwise, it's ridiculous. The coincidence of... Well, it's, yeah. that's
2: one of the reasons why I think it is multiple monsters.
1: Yeah, it has to be to make it convincing. There,
2: there's another another reason is because at one point, a guy is looking up at the monster. yeah, uh, um, And the monster is looking down at him. And the whole perspective thing, when you look at that shot compared to when a helicopter, from a helicopter's perspective, the helicopter makes it look much bigger. Yeah. And the ground up, it looks so much smaller. So, it makes me think there were two of them, at least.
1: Yeah. And another plot point, you could also argue that shows that maybe there is multiple ones, Mm -hmm. you know, when it's dropping the little things off of it. Yeah. I guess that's, those are different, that's a different kind of thing, but. Anyway, again, I don't want to get too much into it, it, too much of a way, but
2: you know, on the on the point of uh, following these same people, I think it would have been a stronger film also if maybe you had followed multiple groups of people. Yeah, like you shown, they show various spliced footage between the two. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Um. The uh. The biggest beating of the film, besides the whole Beth thing, uh, was the opening scene of this party where they're they're sending this guy off. This guy Rob. I that scene just, went way too long.
1: They're trying to make you connect to them, but it doesn't do. There a good
2: was no job connection there. I mean, the very little connection. They seemed even.
1: like very spare individuals that I wouldn't yeah. care less about.
2: Well, going back to the monster, which is called the Cloverfield Monster for no real reason. They never really, they never really explain why they give it that name. But what did you think of the design of the monster compared to uh, Godzilla and uh, King Kong and all that?
1: I thought it worked. I mean, it wasn't. It was different, but it wasn't completely different. You know, it had mm. a lot of similarities. It worked for what they needed. Uh to fun. me it wasn't an iconic monster though.
2: There's no. nothing that's like, Boy, that's a cool looking monster. No, there's not. It, it just wasn't I don't know. I I don't know that you could have gone the Godzilla way or the King Kong way. Um no, it had was to just be a, a little, little bit too different. I know that'd be different, but yeah. it was a little too bland for me. But I still liked the movie overall. Uh yeah. I thought the special effects were surprisingly well done. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene is when they're going back into Manhattan and they're walking down the street. This was the coolest scene is they, uh, they get in the middle of the army is going down the street, shooting the monster. Yeah. So it comes up with the tanks and the whole scene is lit by gunfire and tank fire. That is just, it is a beautiful scene. If anybody out there is a fan of Battlestar Galactica, um, it's very much like some or of their Starship battle scenes. Troopers. Or yeah <laughs> I'm saying as far as the lighting no, goes I know, yeah. beauty of battle scenes or hanging um, out in my apartment or that yes yeah. we're always firing guns Davis at each Dave is still here um, I thought it was I great was making a new friend oh and one other thing um, what did you think of the uh, shaky cam I've, did you see you saw it in the theater right so yeah I did what did you think of the, the shaky cam did it bother you
1: uh, it did not, but I could see if you have any kind of issues with motion sickness yeah. or anything that it probably could easily bother you.
2: I would say if you're watching it on a small screen, you'll probably be okay. But if yeah. you have a big screen TV, uh, if you or anybody else has motion sickness problems, you might want to watch out. Because the theater I was in at the time, yeah, uh, somebody puked out in the lobby. <laughs> I mean, like, it was yeah. nasty. It was it was pretty bad. Even I got a little motion sickness. I had to turn away several times, and I don't get motion sick easy. Yeah. It, the the guy who's running the camera, I, I mean, it's like anybody running or, you know, sure. it shakes a ton.
1: Yeah, they did a good job with that. And uh I mean, they did it, they made that very realistic. Yeah,
2: though. absolutely. I,
1: I mean, it maybe is a cool. little much, but uh so what do you think? Uh I'd give uh, I'd say it has a couple of storyline faults, but it's not mm. enough to get that holds the movie back. You can get past them right. because the overall plot is pretty good. So I'd give it a thumbs up.
2: Yeah, for me it was it was it was uh, came out to be more than I expected. Uh, very enjoyable. Uh, definitely worth a repeat watch. Um, two thumbs up for me. Uh, I think for me actually flaming thumbs up. Yeah, it has its faults, but it's a great it's a great movie.
1: Yeah, I give it a potential thumbs up because I'm pretty sure I like it. Well, cool. Good for it.
2: <laughs> All right. So our next uh, review, we're doing something new. Uh, we're actually doing our first music review and, uh, I don't really have an intro for this cause we've never done this and we weren't really sure how to go it's about time doing for this
1: music. <laughs> can you, can you do that again? That's one good. More time? That's good. Intro. One more time.
2: I did it already. Um, but we're going to review, uh, Mike, we'll just go back and cut it and repeat it about six times. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike Dowdy's album, golden lit delicious, which came out, um, this past month, Golden uh, delicious, golden delicious. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> Now, some of you who were familiar with alternative bands in the 90s um, may be familiar with the band Soul Coughing. He was the lead singer of that. He ended up going uh, on a solo career after he got kicked off uh, the label because of a heroin problem. And uh, now he's kind of made a comeback lately uh, doing his indie thing. Uh, Last year, or the year before, off his previous album, he had a song that was played on the radio quite a bit, which you may recognize, uh, called Bells, I think is what it was called. Uh, Here's that. I hear the bells.
0: I hear the bells down in the canyons. It's snow in New York. Some December, I'm gone to the moon. About you girl and I'm calling to you throughout the world and all I can. The bells are ringing joyful and
1: triumphant, and I can hear the bells are ringing joyful and triumphant. Never heard so, that.
2: I doubt if anyone's ever heard that. I I, on I was the really surprised. Radio? Maybe not like top forty Maybe they radio. Watched now. Veronica Mars. It was on Veronica Mars. It was also on um, some indie stations I know. It got quite a bit of play in the indie scene. So did you watch
1: Veronica Mars? No. Oh, I'm okay. saying. That's probably the only place you're. No, can he's hear seen that, that
2: because that's what the soundtrack it came from. The soundtrack. Oh,
1: okay. um, I just happened to see it on the screen. Right. So this is I'm his, saying no one on the radio actually heard that.
2: No one listening to normal radio. Not top forty normal radio now. Or uh, top hundred. Maybe not top one hundred, but on <laughs> indie radio, yes, it did. <laughs> Anyways, or top one hundred indie radio. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave. Go ahead and dispute the facts all you want.
1: Well, being Bird Dave. Oh, okay, sorry.
2: Uh, so, this is the album, Golden Delicious. That's a really long,
1: long long song name. It
2: really is. Uh, now, this first track is called Fort Hood. This, is, to me, is very different than I Hear the Bells. Um, from what I understand, it's kind of different than his other albums, and a lot of people have criticized him for it. I'm not familiar with his previous albums, other than that one song, so uh, I'm taking a fresh view on this. Dave, you've never heard of him of stuff, right? No. And I'm not really familiar with Soul Coughing, either. I don't remember any of their songs, so... Uh, this is Fort- I've
1: heard of them, but I've never heard any other music. Yeah,
2: this is track one, to So what's the name? What's the name of the song that he's sampling from? The Let the Sunshine In. Uh, um,
1: I forget it's by like, Fifth Dimension, but I can't yeah. remember the name of the song.
2: Age of Aquarius is that the song?
1: Uh, it's both of them. It's Age of Aquarius yeah. and Let the Sunshine. It's the same song, right?
2: Okay, so yeah, that obviously that was sampled. probably my
1: least favorite song on the
2: really album. Yeah, I thought it was a good start to the album. Though it's got a, you know, kind of gets you going. See, you know. I didn't listen to. I just
1: did the insert in the playlist, so I right. think it went out of order. Um, okay, that was my least favorite song on the album. Yeah,
2: um, he I've uh, heard. he's seems to be a little lighter in this album overall though in the second half he kind of takes a darker turn but uh this next song is called uh track three is put it down and this is where he tends to um from here he goes kind of back and forth between um like traditional songs like that and uh, and the next track after that which is the keep on dancing this one kind of starts to go where he kind of goes off the wall a little bit this is called put it down track three Okay, so that was the, um, <laughs> <which one? laughs> I was, sorry, I'm losing it. Uh, that was Put It Down. And that's where he kind of begins to take a, I really think that what I like about Mike Dowdy is that he has a real talent for uh, crafting a good chorus. And uh, he just, he, he makes courses that really stick in your head. And like, the, for the first time I heard this, it was just like I was repeating some of these courses in my head all day. And especially like this next song, which is uh, track four, which is More Bacon Than the Pan Can Handle. This track makes no sense. All I can tell, I have no idea what it's about other than there's a pan with bacon overflowing.
0: Fugitives in the galleons, I go. More bacon than the pan can handle. Emperors and the salamanders. More bacon than the pan can handle. Nuggets in the heliotrows the go. More bacon than the pan can handle. Party games and the ocean liners. More bacon than the pan can handle. Utility man, for qua. Utility man, chocolate. Utility man, for squaw. Utility man, chocolate. Step the grace and the ginger root ago. More bacon than the pan can
2: handle. So I have no idea what that song is about, but yet every time i hear that for like several hours i'll I'll just be to myself more bacon than the pan can handle (laughs) it just sticks in there what i
1: mean what did you think of the album see one of my i think that That one sounds kind of crazy i think that might be one of my main complaints about the album i just in general the music's good overall yeah in general i tend to not get into songs that which well it's not well i don't want to say it's not necessarily lyrically deep right I don't tend to get into the goofy lyrics, even Mm. if they are kind of interesting. I tend to not get into them as much as if the lyrics are a little more on the serious side, just in general. And, And
2: that's, that's, that's a valid, you know, criticism of it because this album is a little more, um, humorous. I mean, he definitely doesn't take everything so seriously. I mean, he wrote, you know, I wrote a song about your car.
1: Um, you know, there's just a bunch of songs I like a song that. About I, about think there's a good, I think there's car. a good place about for that in the music scene, yeah. but just cool. me personally, I don't necessarily get into it as much. Maybe yeah. I should listen to it. Uh, okay. For mm-hmm. me, lyrics are almost more important than the music.
2: All right. Uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, to me, it goes back and forth. If I if I enjoyed the music overall, it, for me, it kind of supersedes it if I enjoy the chorus, unless it's, I don't know. There, there's instances, of course, where I don't care, like uh, itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, tiny polka dot bikini like that song the lyrics are ridiculously stupid but the core it's a catchy song but it's still it's it's catchiness is exceeded by it's stupidity
1: well yeah and what's the band that does like uh, Santeria and uh, Sublime Sublime yeah, yeah. Sublime has completely stupid lyrics but I still like them but they're still they're catchy as yeah band. see and, and the first me, Nirvana album I loved and a lot of that's got with a lot me, of Me, Sublime ones. is a love-hate yeah I like the music a lot but I really hate some of the lyrics yeah it's really stupid. Okay, so the next song... Uh,
2: with this track, I think this the first half, it's like... I won't say that the second half of the album is bad, because it's not. It's just not as good as the first half. There's 12 tracks on the album.
1: I'd just like to make a note. It's funny that out of all these songs that you picked, you did not pick the most popular song of his, the 27 Jennifers.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> the reason I did that was because... I like personally I like Fort Hood better it starts off the album and 27 Jennifer's kind of uh, it's similar in in far as style goes to Fort Hood I just want the girl in the blue dress and 27 Jennifer's as far as lyrically goes stylistically they're very uh, standard okay and so well I just yeah I just thought that was funny those are all great songs um, but that's the reason I didn't pick it which is just because 4Hood I think was to me I like the best of those you know few songs um, now this next song is where he gets kind of dark it's still funny but he, he gets a lot he slows down in the second half of the album a little bit and uh, this is track 7 I Got the Drop on You
0: Got the drop on you, but it was easy, Japanese when I chase your lies in the light. Don't you look so cute? See down in the basement where your captives scratch and they cry. Well, they long to snap bonds And apps have out to the night I got the drop on you Cause I'm sharp-eyed and I'm shameless you knock me out of your mind
2: Must everything be at 90 beats per second likes, to be good? <laughs> he likes some slow stuff, so yeah, no, okay. that can't be why. That's a good point, Band of Forces.
1: Um...
2: So, uh, now...
1: It just has to be good when it's slow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll debate that later.
2: Uh, Navigating by the Stars
1: of Night is... Dave, this was your favorite track, right? And tell us why. Probably one of my favorite ones. This one really sounded a lot like Better Than Ezra Mm -hmm. um, from the uh, How Does Your Garden Grow CD. Okay, not familiar. Which, if you like the sound of this track, you'll love that whole CD. All right. So, this is... uh,
2: Yeah. Navigating by the Stars of Night. Go.
0: Show the ghost to me
2: Why? The, the track actually reminded me of Moby. Like, If Moby went totally acoustic, that, that would be Moby right there. I don't know about better than Ezra. I'm not, again, not into my idea. It's really good. Probably won't. But uh,
1: <laughs> Then you're going to miss out on better music than this. So overall... That's actually a really good uh, track of all the ones I've heard. See, I've got great taste. I can't Kay. help it. Can we hear a little bit of the 27 Jennifer since it's sure. the title song? I just Absolutely. like to... Not the title, but the hit song. Just like to hear it. Sure.
2: Uh, let's start with uh, here.
1: I think this is a single.
0: I went to school with 27 Jennifer.
1: That's the second best song that you played. Uh,
2: again, it's the most standard. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. I like the song just fine. I got no no complaints about it. It was just uh, it was yeah. very similar to uh, some of the others. Yeah. Like if you want, okay, like here's the other one that's very popular. Is uh, I just want the girl in the blue dress to keep on dancing.
0: Friends, boys, gone to dogs, brawling and sparring. Blue girl, dance for me. The empty floor, and I sing. Burrumpets on bone, bum. Burrumpets ba-rum-pa-tum-bum. on bone. Burrumpets on bone, bone. Burrumpets ba-rum-pa-tum-bum. on bone. I love you, baby fat. Burrumpets on bum. Your cooking nose is where it's at. Burrumpets on bone. Burrumpets on bone. I don't like
1: that one as much. Um, Marcus, if you like this CD, you will probably like Luden Wayne Wright Third. He's very much the style but yeah. more serious lyrics.
2: Yeah, you know, um, for those who aren't familiar, he is uh the father of Rufus Wayne, right? Yes. Um, who is an excellent uh singer songwriter. Yeah, he uh he was actually on Undeclared, which I'm watching now for the first time. I watched it when it came out but I didn't watch it consistently. And he was actually played uh the main character's father in that show. Funny guy.
1: I think you'd probably like his music if you like this.
2: I that's what I've heard is you know, that's one of the recommendations that comes comes up on Amazon and iTunes for me. Um I plan on checking him out, but... If um, so I had my 950 megs of music, I could give it to you, but I don't have it with me today. <laughs> no, that's unfortunate. So, uh, Dave, that, uh, since you listened to the whole album, what do you think about it?
1: I liked it okay. So, It I probably isn't going to go into my regular rotation. But a thumbs sideways? No, I'll give it a thumbs up. It's decent. Mm-hmm. Not even your favorite song? You wouldn't put that in the rotation? No. Well, no. I'd rather just wow. listen to better than Ezra. Yeah, Okay. <laughs>
2: Well, for me, since just I haven't... reminds me of it. <laughs> I haven't listened to it better than Ezra, and I don't honestly listen to as much new music as I used to. I tend to...
1: You don't remember running through the Do we know where dress? he's from? Can you look that up real quick? I'm sorry? Where he's from?
2: Like what? City? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll look that part up in a um, He's from America, I think. Um, I said part. What? Part of America? Yes. Yeah, like- uh, he is from Fort Knox, Kentucky. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I guess he uh, guarded the gold when he was a young tot. <laughs> Um, personally, this was, um, I haven't purchased many albums this year, but of the stuff I've heard this year, the massive, massive amounts of crap that is on the top 40, (laughs) this so far has been my favorite album to come out this year. And it's a young year yet. I mean, we still got time. Uh, but this has been my favorite. I really, really like this album. Um, Uh, should
1: we run through the green grass and not fall a step behind? Maybe desperately want it.
2: Maybe just, uh, put on that blue dress and keep on dancing. Okay.
1: But uh, for me,
2: uh, a flaming thumbs up for this album. I, uh, it's one of those albums that's on repeat for me. I
1: don't think Mark caught the reference. I'll give it a lukewarm no thumbs no. up. No. <laughs> lukewarm.
2: Uh, Dave gives it a watered down thumb <laughs> up, a uh, fire put out. a extinguishing give it- thumb. Uh, for me it's a it's flaming, like the, uh, flaming thumbs up. It's like the piece of wood that you pour the water on and it starts mm-hmm. to crumble away. Yeah. <laughs> mine is mine is an exploding thumbs up. But thumb it's still
1: up. got some heat. It's just <laughs> still a couple of white embers in there.
2: If you enjoy the singer songwriters um, with a lighter touch, as apparently Dave only likes hate. And uh is he does Wainwright the third. But yeah, but you don't like happiness. Same only, thing, um, just better lyrics. Okay. Anyways, so I, I really enjoy the album overall and I, I recommend it for anybody out there. Um but I think that about does it. I think we're going to try to do maybe one album a month uh, A month as or just interesting as, albums come up. Or just
1: as we feel like as it. As it happens. I know it's we do. set standards here. We do
2: have <laughs> um, one album planned for next month, mm-hmm. and it comes out May 20th. This is the, uh, or May 16th, one of the two. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, the actress, oh, yeah. is coming out with an album. Tell about that. Mm. And uh, you know what? Let me give you a little preview. I, I actually have one of her songs she did. Uh, this came out what like. Why don't we just
1: end the show? And we'll just do that later. Or we not. we have the preview be the outro music. Okay, let's that's fine. That. Let's do that.
2: I thought you want me in it with something else. Let's it end it with let's that. Let's do it this way. Go. All right, here we go. Uh, you can call us two 214-329-9827 or email us at thumbsoffury at gmail.com is our right email address. Yes. Uh, visit us at breakroom.org. org is the web address. And uh, check us out every week at popsonica.com. If Pop. we have more money,
1: we have a separate URL for Thumbs of Fury, but we do not right.
2: If Dustin would actually pay for things, yeah. uh, check out many reviews at popsyndicate.com including my own occasional, Summertime. and uh, check out Cinema Diabolica for all your uh, cult classic reviews. These diabolic needs. Check out uh, Pop Syndicate or Pop Syndicate. I'm sorry, paperbag Bag Radio for all your TV watching needs. Check out the Show Show for your Show Show needs check out Big Red Podcast for all your Big Red needs. Do they, uh, do they think, cross-promote
1: us? Is that I th- all about I don't the, know. the soda Big Red? I think
2: so. It's all about Big Red and variations there. Just go to
1: popsyndicate.com and you'll find a lot of podcasts.
2: And get your Pop Syndicate fill there. Part, part um, of the Pop
1: Syndicate Radio Network.
2: Again, give us a call. Give us your reviews. 214-329-9827. Thumbs of Fury at gmail.com. We love you. We'll see you in one day from now when this comes out. Which is like eight to us now. Good point. Time but is weird like the that. Listeners <laughs> don't need to know that. Uh, time travel. Bye. Holla. One Later. One of
0: these mornings, You're gonna rise up singing Then you'll spread your wings And you'll take to the skies But till that morning.